Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our toll-free number, 800-823-8255. Good morning. I am Ron Wilson, your personal yard boy, talking about yardening. And as I look across the studios and through the glass and into the uh, production room on the other side, do I see Danny Gleason, the Durango kid? I do not. He is out today. Ladies and gentlemen, sitting in for Danny Gleason. Back in the saddle again, Mr. Joe Strecker. And he'll be with us all through our entire show. Good morning, sir. Must have lost a bet somewhere. Easy now, easy. You're going to be here anyway. Right, but I was hoping to get home and get a little more sleep, but that's okay. Yeah, but look how much fun you get to stay now. All, all morning, have you know a good what? time. It's fun. So it, it's just kind of weird looking over there and seeing you over there. Just like old times. Just like old times. Never goes away. Back in the saddle like riding a bike. Yep, just like Aerosmith. Just like Aerosmith, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, me. So, again, uh, let's see. We'll, we'll talk to you. In other words, it's time for the Cup of Joe, Mr. Joe Strecker, executive producer. We find out what's going on in his uh, wife's lawn landscape. Of course, our website, ronwilsononline.com, Facebook page in the Garden with Ron Wilson. It is always a pleasure to have you in here when uh, uh, someone's out and then and you get to fill in. And I know it is extra work for you. I understand that. And um, but I appreciate you doing taking the time to do that. I'll do it just for you, Ron. Thank you, Joe, so so much. It's a, a pleasure to have you here. Thank so you. pleasure to be had. Are you uh, excited about tomorrow? What about tomorrow? Should I be excited about light morning snow with an afternoon mix of rain and snow? Why are you using profanity on the radio? <laughs> as soon as I saw that, oh my gosh. Squeeze snow on last night. Squeeze bot. Did it have a few flakes come down? Yeah, when I was coming home from working late, uh, it was snowing. In the, up at least I was in the uh, Mason area. Cool. I live in the Mason area. I was asleep though. Then you were still awake. I was still awake. So, did you sleep at all? Uh, a couple hours. All right. But you I'm chipper and ready to go. Are you gonna make it? I'll make it. I made coffee. That's all right. I'll. I'll I got Pass my own coffee. coffee. But you do have a nice stimulant in there that you can work your way through. I do. With little green leaves on the top. I do. I am so impressed that you got those. Yeah, it's it's funny. Ron gave me a McDonald's uh, McMuffin and a, a donut, and I brought in Satsumas. And Joe brings in the good food, the Satsumas. So which did you eat? Oh, the McMuffin and the... <laughs> of course. I'm saving them for later. Saving what? The satsumas. Oh. So if, if for folks that aren't 
don't know what a satsuma is. It's a uh, it's an orange. It's like a, a mandarin orange, but it's not. Um, it's from Louis, they, all through the South, but Louisiana. And the reason Joe brought these in, because they're absolutely like eating candy. Right. Um, when you peel them, they fall right out of the, sh- out of the appeal. They don't even, you don't, it's just kind of weird. You always find them with the leaves attached to them. Why is that? Do you think? Uh, I don't know. I mean, even when the Louisiana lady who first turned us on to these, uh, sent those up there, they always had leaves stuck to them. Yeah, I have no idea why. So I'm not sure if it, cause they're so hard to pick and pull off. So they just cut them off, <clears throat> but it is absolute, uh, sweet candy. That's good for you. And they're called satsumas. Right. And it's a one time a year. You only get them this time of the year. We used to get a box from her every year this time of the year. Right, when we got them. Yeah, back. And she would ship them, ship them up here, and we just gorged on them. Right. It was like, it was like Christmas. Every oh, my gosh. It was. It was like Christmas. So uh, now, all of a sudden, you start to see them every now and then show up in Whole Foods or Trader Joe's or something like that every now right. Just every now and then. But it's totally different than clementines and mandarin oranges and that. It's much sweeter, much more flavorful. They're so easy to peel. And once you get hooked on eating satsumas, uh, you can't stop. As a matter of fact, I grew a I still have that. I don't have it anymore. Mr. Natorp has that satsuma tree that I grew in a container for a long time. Wow. And he grows it. Now, he gets five or, five or ten off of it every year, and that's about it. Now, what's really cool is that they're really, really small, so you don't have to feel guilty about eating about seven or eight of them. Oh, no. Not, well, the only reason you feel guilty is because they're almost gone. Right. So you look at the bag, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I only have three left. I only have four left. Well, anyway, thanks for bringing those in. Yeah, it goes well with the uh, with the donut and the uh, egg, egg or sausage McMuffin. So these well, are dessert. It rounds it out. So you got to have the balance. Got to have the balance. So you know, and I'm proud of you. You know, working out the balance. So there you go. There we go. So anyway, Danny's off today and uh, a little under the weather. So we hope Danny's feeling better. Um, but uh, a little under the weather, still been struggling. He's had some issues. Uh, with some colds and bronchitis and all kinds of stuff. So hopefully we get Danny back together again and get him back in here uh, so Joe doesn't have to come in on Saturday mornings. But for Danny's sake also, to get him back uh, back healthy again. So Joe Strecker's in today, and that's, of course, that's uh, always fun having Joe in here, and we're talking about eating satsumas and stuff. So the Cup of Joe, um, what's been going on? Anything in your lawn landscape? You pretty well got it shut down, don't you? It's, it's pretty shut down. The banana tree's starting to show signs. Is it is it started to turn brown, hasn't it? Or not? Oh yeah, it started to turn brown. But oh, what's okay. funny is there's brown leaves on it, and then this big green one comes up through the middle. Still again. shot something up, right? Which which I'm glad you said that because I get so many emails and questions right now because all of a sudden you know we've had these warm temperatures, which is taking us way late into the season, but then all of a sudden we start to get a night that drops down into the upper 20s or the 30s. We get frost, and everybody thinks it's time to stop planting. When in actuality, this is a great time to be planting, but it just shows you how warm the soil temperatures still are. So there's a Joe's banana is still continuing trying to grow. Yes, my banana is growing. So his banana is growing, but eventually it'll stay cold enough long enough that that banana will stop growing. Right. Until next year. Right. It'll fire back up. But he has, what's the name of your variety? Uh, The Garden Fairy variety. Come on. Northern Wonder. I don't remember. Sorry. That's okay. Northern Wonder. It's a hardy one. It's a hardy one for our area. And it's and this this particular banana has been developed here in our area, and it's uh, extremely hardy, but it's called Northern Wonder. So Joe doesn't have to do a whole lot to it besides cut it back at the, in a couple of weeks here and 
mulch it over a little bit, and done deal. Done deal. Then you got a banana next year. Uh, and then, yeah, it's just next year. And then the three years from now, it'll be a huge clump. Then you'll be saying, uh, what do I do about this banana clump? Yeah, when do I cut corner? this banana tree down? Yeah, on the corner of my garage. No, not when you cut it down. Everybody will be admi- admiring for you, you for it. Uh, yes, everyone will be admiring the banana tree. They will. Did you see Joe's banana? So that's. So anything else? Have we stopped mowing the grass yet? Uh, the the front is pretty much we're we're kind of slowing down. It's like once every other other mowing, but the back's still going strong. Coming along. Any leaves? Are you pretty well done with the leaves? Um, since we don't have any trees in our yard, we don't have any leaves. Oh, that's right. However, our neighbor's right. tree is falling, so it's, getting, right. it's starting to happen. So you're just now starting to get leaves. Right. Which means another great tip. See, this was a, this was actually a softball thrown to Joe, which is another great tip because even though Joe's lawn is slowing down and he's not mowing as often, he's still going to use his mower to mow to chop up the leaves, whether he's mowing the grass or not, to put the leaves back in the turf, right? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Or get well, actually, the, the the teenagers are going to get work. out the snow thrower and yeah, throw, throw them somewhere. I wonder if you could do that with leaves. Uh, I wouldn't do it on the cement. No, but I wonder if you could run that through the grass and. No, you you throw, do that and you tell me. Throw some leaves. You you do that and you tell me. I'll come over and use your snow thrower. No, you can do it at the at Natorps. I'll go to Econowise and rent one. Right. Okay. All right, let's take a break, and we'll have cup two of the Cup the Joe here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Help for the do-it-yourself gardener at 1-800-823-TALK. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson. Welcome back here in the Garden with Ron Wilson. Time for Cup 2 of the Cup of Joe, Mr. Joe Strecker, who is also producing our show today, is Danny Gleason uh, on the mend. Uh, not feeling well, so he is out, and we uh, hope Danny feels uh, feels better and gets back to the show. But in the meantime, Mr. Joe Strecker gets to go back in the saddle. So we get Cup 2 of the Cup of Joe and uh, find out what's going on. Of course, our website, ronwilsononline.com, and, of course, the Facebook page, In the Garden with Ron Wilson. Exactly. And it's up and running again today. Woohoo! So go on over to Facebook if you want to talk in the garden party. And hope Ron Rothus, I'm sure, is there doing his chatting in there and kind of leading the group. Yep, he's the uh, he's the maestro of the Facebook page, the group leader, the ring the ringmaster, the man, the myth, the legend, Ron Rothus. So check it out again. That's in the garden with Ron Wilson. Exactly. Exactly. Now website ronwilsononline.com. Yes. Uh, before we do that, is yes. there, are there any guests today other than myself? Uh, Rita will be on. She's uh, going to talk about, uh, of course, her last the recipe from last week, and of course this week as we count down to Thanksgiving. Can you believe that, Joe? It's two weeks away. Okay, I got a bone to pick. As you and I have talked about, I know. I know what it's going to be. I know exactly. You know exactly what's because I don't see you eating anything over the there. The one time 
Mm-hmm. Rita does not bring in anything. Mm-hmm. It's the one time that I'm working. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's a coincidence. I don't think it's. Do you think it's a coincidence? No, I don't think it's. That's what I'm saying. I don't either. I mean, it's kind of obvious. Because if you recall the last time Dan was on when he was on vacation and you got to fill in. Yeah, he didn't, I didn't get anything. Did you get anything either. that Saturday either? No, no, you did not. Hmm. Hmm. So I guess Rita's got some splaining to do. I think she's just got some favor. At the top of the next hour. I thought she used to like you. Sometimes you need to not bite the hand that feeds you, I guess. (laughs) Did you bite her? I didn't bite her. I'm just saying uh, when when she comes She's the hand that feeds you. Maybe the microphone might not work. (laughs) I got it. I get it now. The old microphone threat. You haven't done that. Done that in a while. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I did notice that you weren't uh, you weren't eating anything. Do you like Chardonnay? I tell you what, that recipe looks really really yummy though. Do you like raisins? Of course, I love raisins. You like golden raisins? Uh, you like raisins? Just like raisins. Period. Yeah, raisins are good. They are, and they're good for you as well. But and see, because I was going to say, if you don't like Chardonnay, you can use Riesling, and I like Riesling. The Riesling wine's good. Mm. But it's Chardonnay soaked golden raisins. Just in time for the holiday season. Just in time for Tuesday. Just in time for Tuesday. What's Tuesday? <laughs> Any day is good for Chardonnay. Uh, oh, there you go. Just in time for Wednesday or Thursday or Tuesday. It doesn't really matter. Or holiday or, or holiday. whatever. You're not drinking your St. Elmo. Now, she's, she said put it on a uh, uh, on a cracker with a little piece of brie. Are you a brie cheese eater? How about we just take a big spoon and just eat it up? <laughs> well, I like the baguettes. So I would eat those with the the raisins with the baguettes. I would just uh, take a big old yeah. You just gonna just eat it with a spoon. I'm gonna I'm gonna bypass the brie and the and the crackers and just eat the the alcohol soaked raisins. <laughs> you know what I miss that she used to make all the time, and I know you. She always gave me a jar for you, and she did do that. Um, if I sometimes I may not have given it to you, but was her uh, granola. Oh, that one year I didn't get to granola, it was at Ron Wilson's desk, huh? Yeah. Sorry. Oh. But that stuff was the best. Yes? It was the best. Maybe I'm going to have to turn a microphone off here, too, now. No, I always gave you a jar. You always got your jar of granola. But, yeah, that granola. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, my goodness. It's really, really yummy. Maybe she's listening. I'm sure she's listening. Well, I hope so, because we both love the granola. It's the best ever. Is the best ever. Uh, also on the website, Doctor Z gave us an update on some pictures. Glad to see he's still going out. He's there and he's planting garlic in his uh, garden. Doctor, uh, the Garden Eighty Three, Doctor Z in Washington D.C. Put some garlic in there, so that's kind of neat. And looks like he got a little buzz. He's, did you notice what he's wearing? Bib overalls. He's wearing. Uh, he's. I don't even. Does that come in voice uh, men's sizes? <laughs> He's got a he, he's got, uh, he's he's got like me. a little some dirt underneath his nose too. He's got a yeah. What is that? Nose. He must he must have had an itchy nose and was digging in the dirt and kind of swiped it across the top of his lip exactly lip there. So he's a yes. He's got his overalls. He's got a dirt under his nose. He's got his little shovel. Yeah. His short hair, the buzz. Hello and, Kitty boots and. <laughs> And planting garlic. But he did. He sent us some pictures. So we finally get to see as they're cleaning up the garden. But smart man planting garlic because uh, now's the time to be planting garlic. So getting his garlic planted in his garden. Yeah. The plant of the week, winterberry. Winterberry. 
What's so interesting about winterberry? It's red. It's red? It's red berries. And you probably see them this time of the year because this is a holly that loses its leaves in the in the fall and winter. And once they lose their leaves, they re- reveal these huge, wonderful, brightly colored red, and there is a yellow variety as well, berries that are absolutely gorgeous. They're fire engine red. They stand out like a sore thumb. Um, they're Beautiful, and the birds don't usually eat them till later in the season, so they stay on there a long time for you. And I always look at winterberry as a really cool plant to go through and cut a few stems off to use in your holiday planters, your porch pots that you're going to do outside. So again, there's several different varieties that are available. Some that stay smaller, some that can get as big as eight, ten feet high and wide. Uh, but check it out; it is winterberry, our plant of the week, ilex, and it is a holly. Uh, vert, what'd you say? Verticulata. That works. Verticillata, verticulata, however you want to pronounce it, it doesn't matter. Uh, But it's the deciduous hollies. And uh, way, again, way underused in the landscape. Great plant during the growing season. I mean, just a a leafy shrub. Um, But, boy, when those leaves drop, you see those berries are absolutely phenomenal. Now, those are male and female, so you have to have a male. And I usually say a male for every six or seven females. You like that ratio, Joe? That's a good ratio. Okay. Making sure that was okay with you. A male every uh, six or seven females. Um, and he does not get the berries, so you kind of tuck him away somewhere else. But uh, Stick him in a corner. Yeah, and there's three. I think Apollo, Jim Dandy, and the Southern Gentleman. Ooh, Jim Dandy. Jim Dandy is one of them that you can Jim choose. Jim Dandy to the rescue. Jim Dandy to the rescue. So anyway, it's Deciduous Holly is our plant of the week. Absolutely wonderful plant for those berries in the fall and for the holiday season. And for the birds. Uh, so you can check it out at ronwilsononline.com. So we got Rita, we got me, and uh, Buggy Joe, right? No Buggy Joe. He's done. It's Gary Sullivan. What the heck, man? I, he's done. He he said he would come back for our Thanksgiving special, but uh, otherwise he is uh, done for the season. He did send you a post. Well, Eric Draper did. So the extension did send you a post about the peach leaf curl. Right. We got one, yeah. One, but I mean, it's, you know, it's better than none. Okay, we'll go with that. But if you're growing peaches and, uh, you know, you've had some issues with peach leaf curl, uh, there's a tip on there for you from Eric Draper, OSU Extension, that you find out at ronwilsononline.com as well. That's it. Is that it? Well, it's fun having you here. Good yeah, seeing you across the way. Go. Stay with me. You're welcome to chime in anytime you would like. All right. He's shaking his head yes. As he's eating his satsu- peeling his satsuma, get ready to eat the first one. All right. We'll take a quick break. Phone lines are open for you. Here in the Garden with Ron Wilson. Got gardening questions? Ron has the answers at 1-800-823-TALK. You're in the Garden with Ron Wilson.
Welcome back here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Again, that toll-free number, 800-823-8255. Talking about yardening as we move our way through the month of November. And again, I just want to reiterate, plenty of time to plant. Your only restriction you're going to have in your area for planting um, cause we're going to, we'll keep planting, watch landscape crews. They'll be out there planting, uh, right up until the holiday season, right up until Christmas. And in many times afterwards, depending on the weather, but your only holdback would be, is the soil workable? Because, you know, sometimes in the winter, late fall, winter, it can get so wet that it's just too, too hard to work. Or obviously if it got really cold for a long period of time, it freezes hard enough that you can't get out and plant in it. But in our particular area, the freezing part's usually not much of an issue. Uh, maybe once you get into the winter a little bit for a short period of time, but otherwise, typically not that much of an issue. The rain and being wet sometimes it can be uh, in the fall can be an issue, probably not so much as it is in the springtime. And that's another reason why, you know, you don't want to hold off until fall. If you can get out there and plant you need to plant a couple trees or you need to plant a border screen or or whatever or redoing the foundation. You know, planting it now, your chances of having good weather to plant it now is probably a lot better than if you're trying to do it in the springtime and get it done early in the spring before we get into the heat of the late spring and early summer. So, you know, take advantage of the fall. It is an absolutely great time for planting, one of the best times for planting, and get out and plant. And again, as I was talking with Joe, I get a lot of folks sometimes will give me the call to say, hey, or an email saying, you know, we've had a couple freezes here the last three or four nights, uh, some heavy frost or whatever. I didn't get such and such planted. Uh, now what do I do? And my answer is very simple. Get out and plant it because you still have plenty of time to do it. The freezes and the frost right now have nothing to do with planting besides the fact of um, signaling plants to shut down, which we needed this a long time ago. I mean, if you think about it, uh, we needed, you know, we're way past when our plants would normally be shutting down. We're well two to three weeks into the fall season. So, again, this is a good thing. I was talking to Joe again about his banana, shutting it down, getting that frost, that freeze on top of it to cause the tops to stop growing as he had mentioned a leaf came up because the soil temperatures are still warm. Uh, but to finally cool the soil temperatures down, cool the air temperatures down to a point where these plants shut down and get ready for the winter season. I would hate to, in two weeks, go from where we are right now to teens or, you know, close to zero temperatures. And that has happened before. It doesn't kill everything, but it certainly can uh, really damage a lot of plants. So this is a good thing, but it does not stop you from planting bulbs, spring flowering bulbs, trees, shrubs, you know, I put, you know, I, I was saying earlier, I planted the uh, part up uh, both sides of our entryway of, of our house. That was small, but I took it out and uh, it was time for it to freshen it up a little bit. And I changed the beds a little bit. So I actually put sod down. Now it's too late for seeding. So now it's dormant seeding and we count on that seed coming up next year. Um, but I put sod down. So as long as they can still cut sod, there's still time to do that as well. And you know what's cool about this? Uh, the, the way the temperatures are right now and working with sod I put the sod down, uh, I guess it's been probably 10 days, two weeks or so. I've only watered, I had to water that soak it three times. I soaked it really well when I put it down. I soaked it the next day, well, I guess it before then. I soaked it about five days later, and I just soaked it again a little while, right before the rains came through here to make sure I had good moisture, but it wasn't drying out. I could have gotten by probably without watering it because we've had the cooler temperatures, doesn't dry out as quickly, holds the moisture longer. It's looking great. 
and I haven't had to water quite as often. So, you know, there's, again, so many great benefits of planting in the fall. Um, That's where planting sod in the fall also comes in. Uh, And you want to try to get it in as soon as you can so it can start to uh, root in as, as much as you can before we get into a freezing situation. But again, for us, it's going to be further down the road. So again, don't let the freezes and frosts at nighttime or even cool, you know, daytime temps turn you off from planting. Still plenty of time to get out and do that. And get out to your local independent garden centers. They're getting set up for Christmas right now. Christmas trees, cut trees will now start to arrive in those uh, those garden centers uh, for the holiday season. Yes, timing is good. They're not early. It's right on. So they're going to start to arrive. And so when that, they start to arrive, they want to be set up for the holiday season. So if they have spring flowering bulbs left over, tulips and daffodils, hyacinths and the minor bulbs and that, guess what? They'll probably, probably, I can't guarantee you, but probably have them on sale so you get a better deal. And that can sometimes work for you with trees and shrubs as well because they're getting ready for the holiday season, don't want to overwinter those. And you can't keep the bulbs over the winter. you got to get them out, get them planted in the, in the fall. So you get a better price, get lots of them, do your uh, Stinson planting, do lots of planting of those spring flowering bulbs. But I haven't planted ours yet, and i got a whole bunch to plant. So I'll be doing that uh, probably next week sometime. And I've got my power auger and my power planter, and I'll have to be out there with a drill, and uh, we'll be planting bulbs next week. So point being is you still have time to plant. Get out to your local independent garden centers. And one last restriction Yep, they're probably selling down, so inventory might not be exactly what you've been looking for. So you may have a harder time finding a few things specifically. But again, if you can and you've got them to plant, get out and plant. To the gardening phone lines, we shall go, 800-823-8255. To Washington, D.C., Dr. Z, Garden 83. Good morning, sir. You didn't think you could trash me without me calling in, did you? I was not trashing you. I, I wake up this morning and I go, ah, oh, Joe's in. Great. This will be a fun show. And immediately I start hearing <laughs> bashing of the dirt under. Who, hey, which microphone Which which microphone was that coming from? I don't know. That was coming I from just, his microphone. I was just so filled with rage at the uh, <laughs> slight against my facial hair. Well, it did look like you had maybe some dirt on your gloves and you may have just had a runny nose and <laughs> swiped it there. Uh, all right, I'll allow it. Uh, well, thank you for sending the pictures, though. It's it's great, and I'm I'm glad to see you planting. Thank you for putting them up. I'm glad to see you planting garlic. Yeah, no, it's um, it's going to be interesting. I got to be honest; I was a little uneasy about it, but all of the research and literature I've read on it says it should be okay. That it's a hardy plant, and that frost aren't going to affect it so we're going to see how it goes roll the dice on it and you uh probably will see those start to grow here in the next 10 days or two weeks so you'll see some greens coming up if you right. do, if you do if you've got a little bit of straw or something to put over top of them it's good you don't have to but sometimes we'll do that just to help protect them a little bit but otherwise if you can plant garlic in uh you know october november it's the best time to plant so good for you well, thank you. Now, let me ask but, you this. We were 41 days, 18 hours, and 18 minutes from Christmas. Yes. You're still going with a live tree, right? I'd like to. Probably a smaller one. you got to remember we're in a small D.C. apartment here. It's about oh. the size of a shoe closet in Ohio. So. Okay. That's all right. They do <laughs> so so- it'll ha- it, it won't be the size I got like when I was still living in Cincinnati because I remember my college apartment, I got a giant one and told you all about it so it'll have to be smaller than that but i'd still like to get a live one all right well because they have small live trees too right so you like a charlie brown one well no we use a small tree <laughs> and it's beautiful a little fraser fir five footer it's perfect 
So don't the let only me, thing don't let me is, down. I won't let you down. The only thing remind me because I feel like I got the tree when I was in college, and then you know it shed, and I was still finding its sheddings like until I moved out in August of the next year. Isn't that like, fun? I would like to avoid that. Those are memories. <laughs> Those are memories. There were memories that I was having to vacuum. It was like a weekly ritual, having to vacuum them up. That Those are memories. Make sure you get a nice, fresh tree when you get it. Do the cut, fresh cut. Keep the water in there. Don't ever let it dry out. I'll tell you one last thing to do. Okay. Get yourself some wilt stop or wilt proof and spray it with that before you put it in the house. If you, okay. If you do all of that, you got it made. Have that, that tree bag underneath it for when you're, when you're ready to take it out, and you shouldn't have any problem at all. And if you find a needle here and there, you know what? Those are great memories. Those are indeed great memories. Yes. But just, just thank remember, you for all just that remind. you do. Well, thank you for everything you've done. Of course, uh, Joe's filling in today for Danny, who was out uh, uh, yeah. under the weather a little bit. And guess what? Rita, did, him. Rita didn't show up with anything for Joe's. She always showed up with you. That's weird because she just actually mailed me something. It came in yesterday. See? How about that, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like someone's going to go talk. Oh, uh, wait. Uh, Rita's got lots of spanning to do in the next hour. <laughs> All right. We gotta, we're going to move have on. A good one, guys. Hey, one last thing. Yes. Uh, do you think your Buckeyes could do a Cincinnati fan some favors, maybe lose a few games so that we could get into the college playoff? Who's we? I don't know. It's a Buckeye Nation. I mean, you guys have won titles. Cincinnati's never are, really Oh, you're talking about it. the Bearcats. Our turn. Oh. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I, I'm a UC alumni. I guess people didn't know that. But if like, why does Ohio State, why does Ohio State have to lose? Why can't the teams three teams above them lose? I mean, so it's can UC lose, and Ohio State. Closest. Well, but that would be UC and Ohio State in the top four. I mean, I just want a UC in. We just never done it. Let's just get both. Let's get both of them in there. All right. All it's, right. It'd be cool if you guys would be good neighbors and just take one for the state and let uh, you know UC do it for the first time. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> All right. Bye, Ron. <laughs> See you, Dr. Z. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We come back. Paul, you're coming up next. Phone lines are open for you. 800-823-8255. And Rita's coming up at the top of the hour, and she's got some explaining to do here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Landscaping made easier with your personal yard boy. He's in the garden, and he's Ron Wilson. Welcome back. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson. Again, that toll-free number, 800-823-8255. 41 days, 18 hours, 10 minutes until Christmas. Don't forget, keep it real this year. Use a real tree. You know what? Nothing but nature. Real tree. Unlike the artificial guys, guess what? Real trees, 100% biodegradable. They're recyclable. They come from the earth. They go right back to the earth. So this Christmas, keep it real. Get a real Christmas tree. Joe Strecker. Back to the guiding phone lines, we shall go. Paul in Wadsworth, Ohio. Good morning. 
I'm going to concur with that, Ron. Uh, me and the wife talked about it, and, uh, yeah, we're thinking about doing a real tree, too, this uh, time. Good for yeah. you. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, normally I always did the unboxing of the thing and straighten out all the wires and throw it up, you know. But I told her, hey, why don't we go with a real one, honey? She's, like, into it. So Excellent. Like, cool. Good yeah. to hear it. So, anyway, anyway, Ron, uh, hey, wanted to see what your opinion was. I said you guys chimed in with the Winter Bear Holly and stuff like that this morning mm-hmm. um, at my little nursery. I do carry a couple of Hollies, like Fosters, um, obviously the Nellie R. Stevens, and that's what I wanted to hone in on there. Do you guys sell a lot of the standards, the tree form uh, Nellie R's or Fosters? Because I'm really a big fan of tree Hollies like that. And I was just wondering if you guys push a lot of those, and do you make – any of them yourself, because uh, I'm finding that my Nelly R's tend to go grow in a zigzag fashion all the way up, and I'm like, man, how am I ever going to straighten these guys out to turn them into trees? You know, yeah, I think Nelly, you got to work with her a little bit to, to get it get it into a tree form. But yeah, you're yeah. right. Eventually, you can. She's all over the place. Yep, Foster Foster Joe was saying something about Nelly, but I'm not going to repeat that. Uh, <laughs> Foster Hollies, I love Foster Hollies. They've been yeah. a, they've been a real inconsistent grower for us in southern Ohio. You don't okay. see them all that much. And the good thing about Foster, of course, is that you know it's self pollinating. So you know yeah. if you only had one, you get to still get the berries. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah. You, you see them every now and then, but not that often. So no, we we really don't do the Fosters. We do the Nelly, um, no doubt about yeah. that. But uh, haven't done the Fosters in a long time. Um, and you know yeah. you know the other one has kind of lost favor. Which is very uh-huh. tough and very du- durable is just a straight American holly. Straight American, okay. And uh-huh. the the straight American holly is still what you see around here today. And if you see a big one, you know that's anything fifteen twenty feet. Typically, yeah. it's typically it's it's American holly, and there's yeah. there's a male and female to that. So you have to have the, both for the for the berries. But that's been yeah. always our go to for a large growing uh, holly tree form, uh, somewhat right. pyramidal shape, but. The demand yep. for that just isn't there anymore for us anyway, and I think the demand mm. isn't there for a couple reasons. One is they're not fast growing, exactly. So yeah. it takes a long time to get them of any size, and you know, folks today want something that's going to be there. It's either yeah. in, instant or very quickly, and yeah. so you got time invested. And when you do find one that's five or six feet tall, it ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. You, you know, there's some cost involved there, so because of the growing time. So, oh, yeah. so we yeah, don't yeah. see them as much. And Nellie Stevens seems you know we, we they can produce those a little faster. So that yeah, one seems growing. yeah that one seems to be uh, kind of in the forefront right now as far as mm-hmm. an upright upright grower. But the old American Holly still tough, still durable, still does a great job. Just don't see it as much anymore. I just love them. I just love seeing a large Holly in the landscape if it's put in the landscape in the right spot. Obviously, because yep. you know. But we both drove in past landscapes and said, why would they put that there? Yeah, yeah. Well, so many times, yeah. I've seen, you know, and again, I've seen the American hollies put on the corner of a house like we typically do, you know, to, yeah. to do that height on the end. And then and right. they planted it six feet away from the house, and those things can get 15 and 20 feet in diameter eventually. So, exactly. So they become yeah, overbearing. But what's interesting about American holly, and you'll find, and obviously with Foster and, and Nellie Stevens, is that you can trim those. And uh-huh. they do respond fairly decently to a good cutback if needed. Right. Not that you want to do that, but you could, you know, so. Yeah. Well, I noticed my fosters are putting up a little 
a little more height and length than even Nelly. So I'm like, I'm going to try to Good. train these guys up into some trees. I just, I just love the tree form, Holly. I, uh-huh. I know the bushes are cool too, but you know, I just, I'm a being a tree guy since 1992. I've, I've done. I'm the guy that, if you can imagine, I'm the guy wearing the hard hat, climbing the trees. You know, in the bucket truck, uh-huh. doing everything, basically everything with tree work. Uh, but now I love growing them. Obviously, it's my favorite thing in the world. So Good. I can't get enough of it. So Good. Well, well, when, right, you, when you hit, when you you know, anytime you want to talk about plants like that, let us know. I mean, it's it's fun to bring up, like the hollies. I don't talk about them all that much. And uh, it's good to bring it to attention because they are out there and can be used in the right location. And there's a lot of great selections available, no doubt. All right, Paul, good talking to you. Um, let's see here. We're going to go to Canton, Ohio. We're going to talk to Valerie. Valerie, good morning. Morning. Eddie, a couple questions about I do want to get a live tree that I can plant then. Mm-hmm. I obviously want something kind of small, but I like the firs. And the area that I'm thinking about putting it in, I wouldn't want anything that grows too terribly tall or big rounded. Is there anything like that I could do? Well, you know, if you if you like the firs, and, and you would be looking at probably a Canaan fir, Fraser fir, um, hopefully they may be able to find white fir, concolor fir may be available for you too. Unfortunately, they are over time can all get pretty good size as far as the evergreen goes. So it can get some size to them. They're not all fast growers, so it takes a long time, but unfortunately they do all have the potential to get some size to them. Um, some folks will look still look at um, Alberta spruce, which is hard to decorate because it's such a tight grower um, that stays smaller, you know, 8, 10, 12 feet over time. Um, you know, I have seen people go out and actually get the um, native red cedar, um, that you see actually growing natively uh, in the area. You'll find those growing in containers and bald and burlap at your local garden centers. Um, and, you know, they'll use those uh, possibly. But but the, the kicker is most of the ones that you find growing as a Christmas tree, especially with the firs, all have the potential to get some size to them over time. Okay, um, on the cedars, uh, I hadn't even thought about those. Yeah, that's a na- – and now you're talking a native evergreen – that uh, you know it does great in our area and uh, kind of gives still gives you that old fashioned Christmas tree look. I mean the really old fashioned Christmas tree look, yeah. uh, which is would be a possibility. I think the thing to remember when you'd go with a, a live tree, and we're talking about uh, for folks listening with the roots on the bottom that you can plant later. The thing that the limitations that you have there, and I highly encourage doing that, is that you don't want to keep it in the house very long. So we always say. My, we used to say uh, 10 weeks or so, or two weeks or so. Well, the people stretch it into three weeks. Three weeks is too long. So 10 days or so is about all you want to keep it in the house. Uh, so you've got a more limited time. And the other thing that restricts you is the fact that when it has that root ball, getting it in and out of the house, if it has a larger root ball, can be a little bit tough. But it can okay. be done, you know, two to three days in the garage to acclimate, seven, 10 days in the house, two to three days back into the garage, and plant it. And that's the procedure. When you get done after Christmas and you have it in the garage for a couple days, you still want to get that thing out and plant it no matter what the weather. Get it in the ground, get it planted and watered in and let it go from there. But using a real tree as in roots on the bottom, another great way to grow, just limited in time and limited in size as far as what you can bring inside. All right, we'll take a quick break. Great question. I appreciate that one. Uh, Take a quick break. We come back. Rita Heikenfeld, uh, not in the house, via the phone, talking about her recipes as we count down to Thanksgiving. And she's got some splaining to do. 
We'll see what Joe has to quiz her about there. Here in the Garden with Ron Wilson. How is your garden growing? Call Ron now at 1-800-823-TALK. You're listening to In the Garden with Ron Wilson. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.